Praise the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord, people of God. It says, now Thomas, one of the twelve called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. We're talking about Jesus' interaction with Thomas. The context here is Jesus' resurrection. It says that Thomas uh, was not there when Jesus appeared to those disciples. So the other disciples told him that we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, here is Thomas speaking. Can you identify with him? Unless I see in his hands the marks of the nails, unless I place my finger into the marks of the nails and place my hands into the side, I will never believe. That's Thomas. Now don't blame him because until this time, that's how the early church operated. They saw Jesus. They heard Jesus. They saw the miracles. And so they believed. Praise God. But here at this juncture, hear what the word of God went on to say. As Thomas says, unless I see, unless I'm able to feel, I will not believe. Eight days. Can you say eight with me? Yes. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again. Oh, thank God. Aren't you thankful that God have a way of connecting with us when we are on the inside? Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. He knows that we're so often distracted when we're on the outside, but we are inside. That's why I'm hoping that those of you that are inside your homes today are able to give yourself undivided to what saith the word of God, because you are on the inside. Hallelujah. Uh, they were on the inside, and Thomas was now with them. And although the door, although the doors were locked, they were not just shut, they were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. The doors were locked, and Jesus came in nonetheless and declared, Peace be with you. Hallelujah. Turn the page there. Uh, the 27th verse. Uh, then Jesus spoke to Thomas. Uh, aren't you thankful that Jesus knows how to single us out? Uh, he knows us by our name. He's calling you by your name. Uh, he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands. Put your hands and place it into my side. Thomas, put your finger into my hands. See the nail. Prince, thrust your hands into my side. Hmm. And do, here it is, and do not disbelieve. And do not disbelieve. You know, you can see a lot of things that God is doing, miraculous things, and you and I can still choose to disbelieve. You've got a choice. Jesus said to Thomas, here is the evidence. Examine it, but don't disbelieve. He said, Thomas, you come. 
Don't disbelieve. He could have stopped there. He says, but believe. There's situations that you are confronted with. God is saying to you, they may seem impossible, but believe. Look. Look, Thomas. Put your hands in and believe. And Thomas answered and said, My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. <laughs> and Jesus, that's all he needed to say. And Jesus said to him, You believed because you have seen me. Here it is, saints. He's speaking now about you. He's speaking now about me. Because you and I were not there when Thomas and John and Matthew and Bartholomew and all the others, when Mary Magdalene, we were not there. But here God is addressing even you. He says, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. That's you. We have not seen, but we believe. Why are you here under the sound of my voice today? Why are you lifting up your hearts and your voices to him in praise? Because you have come to believe in him, that he is God, that he is Jesus Christ the Lord, that he is your Savior, that he is the Son of the living God. Have you seen him? No. Have you heard him audibly recently? No. Have you been able to put your hands into his palms? No. But yet you believe. Blessed are they that haven't seen and yet believe. And if that was not enough, in the book of Acts, hear what it says in the 16th chapter, the 29th to the 33rd verse. Hallelujah. I trust that you're getting excited about this word, as I am, because it's a word of liberation. And whom the Son set free is free indeed. Acts, the 16th chapter. Here we are in the book of Action. It says in the 29th verse, And the jailer called for light and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. What am I talking about? What is the context? It's there on your screen. The conversion of the Philippian jailer. I'm speaking this afternoon to women and men in the body of Christ. I'm speaking to young men and older men and women who have come to faith, who ought to be living in the Word. And you ought to know what I'm talking about here in the book of Acts. But I'm encouraged that there's some of you who have come into the room today, and this is all new to you. I welcome you this afternoon. You're in the right place because this is all pertaining to the love of God for you and the victory that God has brought about through Christ even for you to embrace. The Bible says that the jailer who was watching guard with his men over the disciples, Paul and Silas, in prison for the sake of the gospel, 
And the Bible lets us understand that God miraculously allowed an earthquake to pass through. We had an earthquake a few days ago in Haiti. That earthquake in Haiti brought about dismay and death. But this earthquake that God allowed to take place brought about the unshackling of the servants of the Most High. And the jailer ran in fearing that they who has been placed on the house arrest by Caesar has now fled but they were right there hear the word of God as they ran in they fell down before Paul and Silas because it was Paul and Silas who had shouted out to him when he was about to hurt himself fearing that that which has been given to his charge has now gone it was Paul and Silas says do thyself no harm but here we pick it up for the sake of time in the 16th chapter and in the 29th verse and the Bible says that the jailer ran in. He rushed in, fear and trembling, before Paul and Silas. And then he brought them out and said, Sirs, hallelujah, what must I do to be saved? And the word of God gives us the resounding response in the third or first verse. And they said, believe. Here it is again. Believe. What it is about? Believe. It's not your works of righteousness. It's about your belief. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Not only you, but you and your household. Believe. I can't overemphasize this afternoon. You see, my sisters and brothers, we have come to faith through belief. It is not your efforts. It is the accomplished work of Christ and the righteousness of Christ that has been bestowed in you. Believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved and your home. And the 32nd verse and they spoke, Paul and Silas, they spoke the word of the Lord to him. And not only to him, but to all that were in the house. They spoke the word. Why did they need to speak the word? Because it's the speaking of the word that will bring about that measure of faith. It's the speaking of the word that will give them something to believe in. Something to believe on. My brothers and sisters, your faith and mine is going to dwindle and die unless it has that which to believe in. And that's why it's so important that we stay in the Word. It's so important that we be hearers of the Word. It's so important that we be saturated with the Word. Because the Word is what's going to increase the faith that you and I need to have increased in our lives. Some would say, I don't have much faith. Pray for me. I have been feeble these many years, some would declare. I have news for us today. What we need is to stand upon the word of God. What we need is to believe God and not just believe in our senses. We put too much upon what we can see, but God would have us to operate with that revelation knowledge, not just the knowledge of the senses, but revelation knowledge that comes by the word of God. That's what God would have you and I to operate by, to live by. And the Bible says, and they heard because they spoke to them all that were in the house. But I must note the 33rd verse before we hasten on. It says, and he, yes, and he, Paul, he took them the same hour. Hallelujah. It didn't take three hours. Within the hour they heard the word, and within the hour they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And these men who were once watching over them just a few hours earlier was now ready to be baptized. Oh, 
Oh, bless the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't he wonderful? Yes, he is. Wonderful is our Savior.